Welcome to Zion Impact Ministries, the local assembly of the Kingdom Community of Believers. As you listen to this message, we pray that God establishes the governing influence of Christ Jesus in your life through fellowship and the manifestations of the Holy Spirit. Lift up your hands and thank the Lord. Bless his name. Bless his name. Bless his name. Father, we thank you. David said, I'd rather be a a watchman in your house. He said, I was glad when I received the invite to be in your house. Father, we are also glad. For you said, blessed is the man whom you have chosen that he may approach Thank you for the grace to approach you. Yes, Lord. Thank you for the grace to approach you. You said to come boldly to that throne of grace. To that throne of grace. That we may find mercy and obtain grace. Lord, thank you. I commit every destiny represented here. Those on their way, those watching us online, unto you. Freshen up your children, Lord. Empower your people, Lord. In this generation, let every grace, let every angel release for such a time as this. Help your people. In the normalcy of the occurrences of things in life, let your power be seen. Let your power be seen. Satisfy your people, Lord. In the name of Jesus, give the Lord a praise. Give the Lord a praise. Hallelujah. We are here to make sure that everybody walks in the fullness of the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is neither here nor there, but it's in the heart of men. Do you understand me? What that means is that wherever God is allowed to be Lord and Master and King, He exerts every His will, His values, His purposes, His counsel, His culture until your life reflects His lifestyle. That is what we mean. I repeat it. When we say the kingdom of God is in your heart, we are saying that in your heart, God is trying to influence your, uh, you by His will. His counsel, his purposes, his personal desire, his culture, his moral systems until your very life reflects his lifestyle. That is what we mean by you have eternal life. That is what we mean by the, you have the life of God resident, Zoe, or like you people say, Zoe. Zoe, represented in you. It's Zoe. Not Zoe, the ever food. Hallelujah. And because of that, we belong to a family. The Bible says that our citizenship is from heaven. You are not a citizen of earth. See, let me show you something. The day you enlisted as a child of God, your name was written in the book of life. In the book of Revelation, he said, he whose name is not found... Not he whose name is not written. 
So in life, your name is already in the book of life. It gets erased. If you decide to not align to kingdom agenda. So the, day, the reason why the angel will even take the book and look for your name is because it was written. They know all things. They have knowledge. An angel can come inside in front of you and show you revelations, things yet to come, things that they have knowledge. The reason why he would take the book is because he knew that Yahweh wrote your name. Why is your name not found? Because along the line, you deviated. You became a rebel. You started advancing your own kingdom. And you threw away God. God became a backburner. You started toying with us. When we say you are saved, we, we are not just saying that you are, you are saved from sin. We are saying that you have, you have escaped from a kingdom of darkness. And now you have been translated into a new kingdom. You are a citizen, so you are saved. You are a citizen of heaven. You are saved from the kingdom of darkness. That kingdom of darkness is about to be melted. It's about to be destroyed by this kingdom you belong to. So if you are not saved, it means you are part of the people going to be destroyed. An invite to come to church is not an invite to come and join a religious party. It's an invite to come and learn to seek the kingdom and its righteousness so that the things that must be added to you will be added to you. Men far sorry in Diagro. Do you hear me? Your marriage, your breakthrough is inconsequential and, and useless if it does not promote God's agenda. I kid you not. Your breakthrough is, is, is useless if it does not promote God's agenda. Many unbelievers are marrying. Many unbelievers, those who are going to be destroyed, their marriage is even sweeter than yours. They have better weddings than yours. Praise the Lord. They do weddings, then you capture their pictures and you say, Father, this one some, this one some. So the standard is not come and to church so that you get good, a good wedding. Do you hear? He said, in the, the coming of the Lord will be like the coming, it will be like the days of Noah. Men were being given in marriage. People were being given in marriage and marrying. And the flood came. So the flood did not respect the wedding ceremony. Are you here? I want your mind to be on what matters. So what you are here? Welcome, boss. It's been a while. Okay. Your, 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 your destiny is much more. It's bigger than you can imagine. It's very big. It's what? Is what? So when God gives you a damsel, Asantua, come. When God gives you a damsel like Asantua, he is, he is giving you a destiny helper, a suitable helper to achieve what his grand scheme is. So it's not a private life. That is why when Asantua is entering into marriage, Asantua must not go with her own perceived expectations. What is God's expectation for that marriage? Do you understand me? 
So you have your own expectation. So in your mind, it is me against men. Men are like this. Men are like that. You, how are you? What are you? Which are you? Whom are you? When are you? Where are you? Iron sharpeneth iron. Do you understand me? It's a family. Zion Impact Ministries is a family we are building. It's a family. It's a kingdom family of love. Love is the culture of God's kingdom. So one of the first things that we expect you to have and to demonstrate is love. Agape love. Don't let Hollywood define love for you. Hollywood knows only romantic love. I don't want based on feelings. Based on feelings. I have feeling for you. I have feeling for you. That's not what we are talking about. We are talking about why am I changing my message? Go to go to go to message Bible. Ephesians 1, 5, 1 and 2. Read only that one for me. Everybody look at for Ephesians 5, chapter 1, um, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 1 and 2. Message Bible. Just chapter 1 and uh, verse 1 and 2. Read it loud. Children, write it down. And practice it. Take the words one by one. Don't read it too fast. Why am I changing my message? I'm supposed to talk to you about divine opportunities. Eh? One go. Umbie. Oh, Bishop, where is the man of God's uh, tablet? You have not found it there. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 1 and 2. Ephesians 5, 1 and 2. Let's go. Watch what God does. Watch what God does. Look at what God is doing. Uh And then you do it. Then you to do it. Now, it's an instruction. It's a New Testament instruction. There are laws in the kingdom of God. There are laws in this New Testament. You must understand. This is a law. He, he encourages you and he commands you to daily look at what God is doing. This morning, have you looked at what God is doing? Yesterday, did you look at what God did? Last week, did you look at what God was doing? And did you do it? John 5, the son can do nothing by his own accord except what he sees the father do. So the Christ, the one we are following, looking unto Jesus, the author, the beginner of your faith. If you are looking unto him, he said he, when he was on earth in human form, he looked at what the father did and he did likewise. John 5, you see it there. So he comes to Ephesians and Paul tells the church of Ephesus, and just in case he said that, how can I know what God is doing? He, he has seen what God is doing. He looked at God and he tells us, read it for me. Watch what God does and uh-huh. then you do it. Uh-huh. Like children who learn. Like children who do what? Who learn. Proper behavior. From their parents. Every day when I'm talking to my children, I ask them, when you are doing this, do you see me do this? Do you see me insult people? Do you see me show? If you don't see your parents, your father do that, you have no right to do it in my house. It's a law. They know. In this house, if you insult, you take plenty case, 20 lashes. 
Insult is not permitted. Why? Because insult is like a curse. When you tell somebody you are a fool, you are not asking, are you a fool? But you are a fool. You are establishing a demonic agenda, pattern, in the life of that person. Demons will take hold of that word. Especially if you are a stakeholder in the life of the person. Foolishness will begin to demonstrate. And foolish, one day I'll preach about foolishness. It's not something you, you should be entertaining around you. So the fool has said in his heart, foolishness distinguishes you from the life of God. Do you know that? We don't say some words to people. Are you stupid? Do you know what it means to be stupid? Have you found out the meaning? Devoid of knowledge. And sometimes, those of you, most of you are becoming parents. Make sure that the, the, the insult of your quarter that you came from does not pass through your mouth to your child. Many years ago, you see that when parents are insulting, they, they, they will look at maybe uh, a senior brother has done something against a junior brother. Then he say, you, you the senior. Over Shia, Unyana, Adaka. You know those space, those, when you travel and you come, you are borrow. And then you see that your junior brother has traveled. Then you are going to carry his things. Oh, brother, bo, brother, bo. It's like you are an non-entity. And, 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 and parents will curse their children with that. Just because of Nkwen Munam. <laughs> Children of today cry, they don't do that. They just open the fridge and eat what they want with that. <laughs> they will even take your own phone and order on Glovo and use your money to pay. Man of God, continue the, the reading. Like children who learn proper behavior from their parents. Uh -huh. Two, mostly what God does is... Mostly, not sometimes. What occupies God's culture, God's activity, because God's life defines the culture of the kingdom. God himself is law. His word is law. His throne is the court and the palace. When you go to any kingdom... Uh, institution where they practice monarchy. You are, have you realized that? It is in a cheese palace. The court is a cheese palace. That is why the throne of God is a court system. That is why, you see, you should be very careful about your life. Your citizenship is named in heaven. Do you understand me? You are connected to the court of heaven, the throne of God. Things that come out of a court system are legal instruments, LIs. You represent a court, a jurisdiction on earth. What you say in the name of heaven is a legal instrument on earth. Be careful with your words. Be 
careful. You have just ratified a legal instrument. Demons will take hold of it. I faced that many years ago. One day. And that was the day I decided that no foolish words will come out of my mouth. Against my life or against anybody. I had fallen sick. Several, I've gone to, I'd gone to La Polyclinic. I'd gone to uh, La Paz Community Hospital. I'd gone to different places. Nothing. I, I said, what is happening? They did all the tests. They even made me do HIV tests. Hepatitis B, everything. They say your blood, there is nothing in your blood. And yet, on a daily basis, I was losing to I couldn't, I was becoming weaker and weaker. So one day, I woke up and I, I wanted to go and take water and drink. Then I felt that I collapsed in my room. After some few minutes, I woke up again. We crawled and I took the water. Then I said, Father, I am tired of this body. It seems as if this body is weak. I want another body. That was my words. I didn't know it meant I wanted to go to heaven. Because we are planted in this body, but we shall be clothed upon with another body. That body will not live here. So if I am asking for that body, I have to go there. I didn't know. Within five minutes, those days she was not reverend. Selassie called me. She used to call me Brad Spirit. She said, Brad Spirit. <laughs> I was praying right now. And God says, you say you want to die. So I see angels coming to take you away. I say, I won't die. Then I cut the call. Then my pastor's wife called me right after Selassie's call. Hey, Kisley. Then I open so what can I miss? Open so call. Me who say angels say before I call. I'm say, mommy, I won't die. I'm not dying. To cut a long story short, by the in the space of thirty minutes, six people called me on the same matter. Why do you want to leave? I see angels coming to take you away because you have said I got up. One of the things is that the word of a king there is power. So be careful. So I said, Lord, I superimpose what you have said over what I said. I will not die before my time. You told me you've given me longevity. No sickness will kill me. My body may be weak, but that weakness will not exit me from this planet. I refuse to die, and I refuse to endure the sickness anymore. I will not allow the sickness to. Within one hour, I was fine. I was fine. Be careful what you say. Me, I will not marry. I will not marry. That is why. You have uttered a statement. So when you marry, it becomes an illegality against the legislative instrument you yourself ratified. I'll give birth to only two. 
Then later on, you see that you have money, so you want to give birth to seven. Then there is nothing wrong with you. There is nothing wrong with your wife, but she's not giving birth. Me, I don't like U.S. I'll never travel to U.S. So they start, now, the opportunities come. They are bouncing you visa. They, you are poured olive oil, Borges, um, Sabrosco, uh, what? Fritor. Even Zomi. Because the words of a king are not easily broken. And I'm not talking about God, the king. I'm talking about you, the king. Because you are a kingdom of priests. A kingdom. You are a royal priest. You are a king on earth. You don't know that. Kings don't speak anyhow. Kings go to battle, but kings don't say that because of this battle, my kingdom has come to an end. They don't say that. When you go through battle, stop ratifying your defeat with your words. Do you hear me? When a challenge comes, kings gather army and they fight. They don't say foolish things. Say, Father, every word that has come out of my own mouth against my destiny by your mercy. Let the blood swallow it. Let the blood swallow it. Let the blood swallow it. I superimpose upon my life your judgment upon my life. And when I say judgment, don't be afraid. The pronouncement of a king is a judgment. And every blessing that God has released it's a judgment in your favor. When you go to God, court and the court system gives a judgment, the one who is at fault, the judgment is against the person. But the one that is in, is in the right, the judgment is in his favor. Same judgment. So when God says you will live, you will not die, it's in your favor. But it is against any witch that wants to kill you. When they come, that life will kill them. The one who says you will fail. So they begin to do enchantment. The failure will slap them. You don't understand. He said, I created the destroyer to destroy. And I created the waster to waste. The one who fashions instrument, I created him to fashion his destructive instrument and the, and the instrument that wastes. But when he turns his craft against you and fashions any weapon, any instrument, he said, that weapon, it will not work. But before they will fashion something, they say things. So every tongue that says that you, I'm fashioning this against you, and Yebeshe, he said, condemn it. In other words, stand as a king and say, your judgment fights you. You must understand how kingdoms and court systems work. There's a book called Operating from the Court of Heaven. Go and look for it and read it. Go and look for it and read it. So what you say? Men, sorry. Now, when I'm on the phone, I say, hey, I'm going to come here. Hey. 
what they were not a ratify say Emre Musa. No. He said, let the redeem of the Lord say so. Why? Because God has already redeemed you from everything that kills, that destroys. So say, I am redeemed. Redeem, redemption means bought back. What if you are What if you say He has bought you from every failure. So he says, say so. I am bought from all poverty. I can't be poor. Watome. Yes, as I see the symptoms of a certain sickness that used to be in the family running through me, but he bought me from it. It can't kill me. Do you understand me? We are not here to be part of a religious something. We are here to manifest the life of God. God, he is a serious person. God is not sitting there wasting time Bringing people on the earth, no mwewu, none different. He is trying to fulfill an agenda. Do you know that agenda? Genesis 1, 26 to 28. Man of God, uh, we'll come, we we'll don't change, the, we'll not read, we'll we finish our scripture, then I'll preach and then we'll go home. I'm not preaching, I'm just telling you something. Or say, after God had created the earth, and put things in place. He planted a garden. Then he said, the reason why I'm doing this garden because I, want, I am in this realm called the spiritual realm. I want to create my kind of virtual reality called the material realm. And I want an emissary to be in that realm, to extend my kingdom there. Because I want to prove to a certain entity that I gave that mandate to, who decided to usurp authority and do coup against me. I created that entity with minerals, gold, diamond, and I put all manner of things and he thinks he's wiser than me. So I'm going to do something. This time I'm going to use something that nobody, no spiritual entity values, the dust of this rock called earth. So God came. He was using a microscope. Then he scraped some small dust. Then he began to mold. And the angels were saying, what is this guy crowd doing? He said, we are making man. Red clay. Adam. Adam means red clay. He will look like me. And he will behave like me. And God finished saying, Wow, he looks like me. Okay, receive me. God put a part of himself into you. If it is possible for any demon to create human beings, they would have done that. What keeps your blood pumping, your heart pumping? Scientists, any scientists here, what makes a human heart keep pumping and not stop? You think it is your alarm that woke you up. Go and put that same alarm at the people who can breathe at the mortuary and see whether that alarm will wake them up. Something called a soul 
it can only be created by God. And then he said, let him have dominion over all creation. All. All means all. You have a dominion mandate on your destiny. Failing that exam, okay, must not stop you. You have a dominion mandate. Somebody rejecting you and you having broken heart, you are permitted to have broken heart. You can cry for one week, but after one week, encourage yourself in the Lord. Wake up and say, my destiny cannot be truncated by somebody's rejection. Do you hear me? Do you know why he has invested his love on you? Do you know why mostly what he does is to love you? Because you are the one fulfilling his purpose on this planet. God does not employ those he hates. Read it for me. Verse 2. Uh-huh. Mostly what God does is love you. Uh-huh. Keep company with Say him. Say mostly. mostly. What God does is love me. Say, God loves me. God loves me. God doesn't hate me. God doesn't Say, hate I, am me. Loved. I am loved. I am accepted, I am accepted in, the in the beloved. Because God loves me, God the loves angels me. love me automatically. The angels love me automatically. You, you don't know that. I gave you an, an, a scenario some time ago. I say, um, if your friend is a, very, a certain big man, give me any big man in Ghana. Don't mention the president. He's a short man. Give me any... Someone say, hey, Apostle, the things you say. <laughs> maybe you are the friend of, maybe the owner of Jospon. That man, he dusts. When you are going, his secretary will ask you, do you have an appointment? But if every day, the security people, the secretary, the employee, see that he is working with you. He is working with you. He is chatting with you. He is always working with you. And then one day, you, you come and park your car. And the security people see, what would they do? They will try you salute. You won't ask. When you, when you go to the, when you get to the reception, will you say, I'm going to see? When, the, the, the second, oh, welcome, sir. And then they will lead you. When God becomes your friend, when you become close to God, when you fellowship with God, every morning, every afternoon, every evening, you are working, you are doing your sobolo, you are singing. Whatever you are doing, you are worshiping him. The angels of God, they see you as a friend of God. They will come. They will come and be with you. When you are going to buy things for Sobolo, they will tell you, don't buy from this woman. She is not a friend of God. There is a shop around the airport where we started at Omega. I, went, I like fruits a lot. I went there. This woman was selling fruits. I wanted to buy fruits. Fruits, nini, watermelon, also asa. Sell this one to me. As if he My guard was down. But when he said fiacre, then I was like, Father, what is it? Then I, uh, oh, okay, okay. 
Father, I'm sorry for even coming here. When I was in Ashesi, Laboni, I sat in a taxi. A, a woman, he came, sat by me, no, we were sitting now. I was coming, drive by Emma. Then, when I said drive by Emma, he turned to me, then said, Messi, Messi. Ah, but I said, I've been maintaining this car. You are the intimidator. The fire of God on you is because you are God's friend. And everything about him he will give to you. No metal stays in fire and does not take on the properties of the fire. No metal. That's why somebody sang a song. Sewujari dewa won to me wo Sewudi no quarrier. Minye ube to me won. Oje, oje. When you are close to God, everything that is close to God will be close to you. Say, draw me close to you. Now, let me finish what I'm telling you and then preach. Also, if we read fast, I won't talk again. Keep company with him and learn a life keep of love. Keep company with God and do what? And learn a life of love. So, the more you, keep, you get close to God, the more you will know the life of love. You don't learn love from uh, watching Kama Sutra. You don't learn a life of love by reading love novels and watching Korean series. Or watching Indians who speak Chi on your TV. Mashek series. I don't know more active on marriage, any more relationship. So you want Kwame and Ponsa to behave like. with God and learn a life of love. Anybody that is close to God is very romantic. Anybody that is close to God is very lovely. If you see anybody that is speaking in tongues is close to God and it's not romantic, that's not, check the spirit that that, that spirit is not holy. That spirit, that ghost is not holy. It is your ancestral ghost. The person is operating with his ancestral ghost. When John had anger issues, had interpersonal relationship problems, when the Holy Ghost came, he said, he who says I love God and hate that cannot tolerate his brother is a murderer. Same thing happened to uh, Peter, nobody comes close to the Holy Spirit. Look at one of the songs the Holy Spirit, Spirit wrote through Solomon, Songs of Solomon. How many of you can give those kind of raps? Look at God's words to his people. He said, I have loved you with an everlasting love and have drawn you with my loving kindness. What is your loving kindness? When your girlfriend misbehaves, you draw her by loving kindness. You drive her away with your foolish anger. Is that not so? Anybody that is close to God, 
I mean close to God is lovely. Because he said, keep company with him. You will learn a life of love. And love, if I love you, every day you are taking from me. You don't love me. You love my money. Love is not just about you receiving. Love is not just me telling you, oh, you have a, a beautiful like Benos. No. Love is me correcting you. Love is me making sure that you achieve what heaven wants you to do. Keep company with God. Learn a life of love. Life is not about pampering. Love is about enforcing the nature of God in your life. Let's go. Observe how... Wasting my time on this one. Let's go. Observe how Christ loved us. Observe how Christ loved. Observe. Look at it. Kitty boobs, are you listening to me? Are you reading it in your Bible? Is it in your Bible? Observe how Christ loved. Let's go. This week, we have been talking about love. His love was not cautious but extravagant. His love is not cautious. Have you seen how you love cautiously? Because you have gotten five broken hearts, you are very cautious about this new one that has come. Everything about you is cautious, cautious. Fire. Oja nebesho. Oja nebesho. You told yourself nobody will take advantage of me. So you are very cautious. Watch a him into 100. Every day you give. And you see, some of it is, is because of the foolish books you have read from um, relationship counselors. They will tell you that there is something we call love bank. Do things and end points. So every day, if I buy papaya for you, if I buy for you, I buy you chocolate, I take you to stand at the beach, and then you see uh, Gulf of Guinea. Now, uh, 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 a certain breeze from Lavender Hill passing through, which has made the Gulf of Guinea very brown, coming to you, brown, uh, Tom Brown. Then it means I love you. Oh, yale. Oh, yale. Why is Elali shaking her head? <laughs> Did you see God take anybody to the beach to go and say, Look at the beach? I'm showing you how romantic I am. You didn't do what? Why is it that when you came back from work, you didn't give me a kiss? You don't love me anymore. Kiss slap you there. His love was not cautious. 
His love was not cautious. In other words, he was not careful. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever will believe in him will not perish. His love saves you from perishing. Your love must therefore save people from perishing. He sacrificed. He said, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life. Nothing cautious. Nothing cautious. Read it. Continue. His love was not cautious but extravagant. Extravagant. What is extravagant love? And he is not talking about his, his, a, a, a girl. He's talking about humanity. Now when we say beloved, you are thinking about boyfriend, girlfriend. Beloved. He, John was not even talking about a, a, a woman. He was talking about the man girls. He said, my Beloved. When I say look at somebody and say I love you, then you are you are shy in church in God's house. I love you, oh. I love you too much. I said, look at the person. Hey, you could say it. I love you. I love you, tweet we. Say it, let me hear. Say it. Reverend Barry, everybody is watching. They are watching. Say it. I love you. I love you. I love you. When you go home, go and hug your father if he's alive and say, Daddy, I love you. Go and hug your mother and say, Mommy, I love you. Go and hug your brother and say, Bro, I love you. Go and hug your sister and say, Sis, I love you. Some of you ladies, the only time you tell your boyfriend or your husband I love you is when you want something. When you want iPhone. When you want iPhone. When you want something. When you want money for a week. Fake love. Fake love. Fake love. The only time you call somebody to check out a person is because you are looking for something. You are in trouble. And you need that person's uh, help. Why are you like that? Why are you like that? The only time you will check up on somebody is because some way, somehow, you need something from the person. Your, car, your love is fake. Keep company with him and learn a life of love. His love is not cautious, extravagant. He has weaknesses. He said, whilst we were yet sinners. Whilst we were yet sinners. So don't say, oh, this guy, he's somewhere. So me, I can't tolerate these people. So that's why I, don't, I can't love these people. Whilst you were yet a sinner, he loved and died for you. Jesus said, if you love only those who love you, even the unbelievers do the same. What is the difference between you? Love the unlovable. Love the one who troubles you the most. The one who does what you don't like. Love him. Tell your neighbor. In fact, say it my way. Say, I know, I know. 
that you, you don't like me. But me, I love you. Tell him. Let us not say, I love you in word. And then our actions are very different. He said, let not love be with hypocrisy. Let love be without hypocrisy. Let love be without hypocrisy. Don't love with, with faint gestures. It's elastic. You are not a Christian. You are a demon. Be saved. Some of you have made your heart like a bank. You store every information of things that people did against you. But you, but you, you never remember what you did against people. Selective memory. Have you seen Samai before? Have you seen Samai before? Even you, God loves you. Even you, somebody also loves you. Even you, somebody loves you. Even you. You don't want to love anybody. You want to be in your corner so that nobody will, will talk your matter. That is why the angels don't like to talk your matter. That's why you have been born again for 20 years. No, no angel is even saying, hi, how are you? Catch on you and say, Jai, sir, Jimmy, you know. Kind man, I am, me, preachy. He didn't love in order to get something from us. But to give everything. He didn't love in order to get. He didn't do what? Love in order to get something from us. You say you love me, but you are, you, ever since you say you love me, you have never taken me to Kimpinski. I have been showing you my love, son, but you have never bought me Pyoto. I didn't say anything. <laughs> Hallelujah. He didn't love in order to get, but what? But, but to, to give, give everything, everything of, of himself. himself to us. Everything of himself. Everything. You give everything about yourself. Even though the marital vows, I don't like where they say for, for better, for worse. But they captured the, the fact that not all seasons are the same. Sometimes difficult seasons will come. And, 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 and human beings can have a seasonal character. Sometimes they are in the rainy season. Sometimes they are in the dry season. It's like a woman that you are chatting with. And then you go to bed. To, you went to bed though. You slept. 
the same Ghana atmosphere, the same Ghana air, the same. Then you woke up on the same time, this at the same kokroko. Good morning. Mm. What happened? No. Mm. Are you okay? I'm fine. Oh, what's wrong? Nothing. Who freaked so? Then they say he woke up at the wrong side of the bed. When the carpenter did the bed, when the carpenter did the bed, show me which side of your bed is right and which one is wrong. That when you wake up on that wrong side, your emotions, nobody should talk to you. Now they say, when you are when you, now they are quick, Juma, you will be insulting everybody. You, are, you won't smile. You, those who serve customers now to two ball customers. What are we now to two ball? You are just insulting your siblings. And when you get cornered, then you blame it on homos. Lord, change my character. Fill my heart with a kind of love that comes from God. That is what shows you that we are Christ only. Finish this, uh, the verse for me. Love like that. Love like that. I like that statement. I, I love that instruction. It's an, a direct I'll say love this way. The way Jesus loves, that's how I want you to love. That is Christianity. Do you understand me? So the next time you want to tell somebody I love you, remember this. The next time you feel like giving up, me every day, I'm the one only one I'm doing this for this person. I don't do it again. You are, you are not a extravagant uh, lover. Your love is oh, your life is like hunger. When you eat, no, then it's gone. You see, love is not a feeling. It's a spiritual reality and it's a choice. It's a what? Love is like faith. Faith is a spiritual reality. Love is not a, 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 a human, a product of a human activity. He who does not know God cannot love because God is love. No unbeliever has love. When I, I've said this before, and people don't understand, one day it will make sense to you. Nobody that is not born of God can love you. What they have is a strong affection, a liking, and it's based on many circumstances. The day those situations don't exist, you will see how they hated you. If you like, drive. The people who ask for money, oh boss, oh boss, just say, Charlie, leave me. Oh boss, who would tend to insults as if you have stolen their money. That is how some of you are. The day that guy says, okay, it's over. My God, the insult that your ancestors could insult, it will come. 
That is why when some people, they live your life, all of a sudden, they want to do wicked things to you. you ne- that person never laughed. It's fake. You never laughed. If somebody has left your life, let a person go. The, the person living your life that, that should not make the person less of a human being. I've said it before. The person living your life does not mean that God is angry with the person. No. No. I use my children as an example. If they fight, it doesn't mean that I am on this. I'm not on anybody's side. I am on my side. I am on my side. And I will judge the situation whether both situations fit my righteousness. And then I will judge it. Let's be very careful, though. Because the people who started this Christianity thing, in the day of judgment, we cannot stand together with them all. We cannot hope to receive the kind of reward they are receiving. We cannot. With this kind of flimsy fever love, mindset, we are easily offended you are offended at human beings and offended at God because you didn't get scholarship, you didn't get visa. Or the man you wanted to marry, somebody married the person. That is, hey, people gave their life to lions and lions fed on them because they said, Lord, I will not let go. The Bible says, and the, and the heart of Jonathan cleaved to David. He knew he was supposed to be king. But he was ready to abdicate the throne to the annoyance of his father. Do you love? When you buy, when you buy Alewa, Alewa for that person, everybody else will hear that you, you are the one who bought Alewa for him. You don't love. If you do something for somebody and all your cycle of friends will know, you are, you are an opportunist. You are an opportunist. You, you have no reward from heaven. Jesus put it that way. He said, you will have no reward from the one who sees in secret and rewards in secret. You won't. I'm not interested in people. Now, now we have social media. You take something, then you go and give it to. Then now, oh, oh, chat picture. Now they are caught to social media. I am the one who is giving this person money. Otherwise, like you won't eat this Christmas. Oh yare. Oh yare. Then you go and insult somebody. You bought goat for the person to eat. You bought good. You don't know God. You have not met him. You know about him. You know about him. The day you meet him, your mind will change. I've not seen somebody who have met him and remains the same. No. Me who be that? Anybody who has met God, they can give their whole life for you. They will give you one city, they will eat their garisokins with you. 
love is kind. I've not met anybody who works in love and is not kind. Love is patient. I've not met anybody who works in love and is rash, jumps on conclusion, curses people, angry, cold war, two weeks, yankasa, one month. Konyame, we've been Cold War. How many of you have been doing Cold War with your parents, with your siblings, with your bosses, with your boyfriend? Let me preach my message. <laughs> Hallelujah. This pep talk, have you learned something from it? Reverend Beryl enjoys me talking like this plenty, so that I won't preach. <laughs> Hallelujah. Say, it is well with me. It is well with my destiny. God loves me. And from today, I will walk in love by the leading of the Lord. I will not let any kind of offense steal my joy and my shine. Let me tell you something. The one that loves the most is the one that will shine the most. And is the one that God will never hide his secrets from. You love, you fear God. There is nothing God will not show to you. It is those kind of people that God will use you. You go to a place, somebody is sick, an anointing will come on you. You pray for the person, the person will be healed. You go to a place, the place confusion, an anointing will come on you, will prophesy. You go to a company, the company is dying. By your presence, the company will. Why? Because you love genuinely. You love genuinely. Mamima, I drew last one. I'm giving you last medicine, then I'll preach. Make sure that you are personable by God. Make sure that you are what? On this when I say, type into Google and find out the meaning of the word personable. Write it down. You could write it down. I'll find out from you. What is the meaning of the word personable? Can you spell it? Or I should use it in a sentence. I should use it in a sentence. You, Jojo is very personable. What does it mean? Agreeable. Likeable. Agreeable. Please pay attention. Agreeable. In other words, you are not this. Oh, every day you, you want to always disagree. You are catankerous. If they say it's white, you, you say it's black. You see? <laughs> I beg to differ. I beg to differ. A man came to see me. A man came to see me. He said, I don't know what woman I have married. If I say today, 
Don't go out. That is the day you go out. I say today, go out. That day you won't go out. <laughs> if I say I will eat food, that's the day you will cook rice. If I say I will eat rice, that's the day we cook food. He said, she will intentionally do exactly what I say. I don't want. He said, for years. He said, I fear God. Otherwise, I would have divorced. Intentionally. I beg you, you are never agreeable. You, you delight in being, you, you delight in argument, so you are intentionally argumentative. How many of you know can see me? She's a comedian. I watched one skit of hers. She woke up one day and said, ah, it's been a while since I, I fought with somebody who, ah, ah. If, if somebody meet me in time and is fighting with me, will I be able to insult the person? Will I be able to fight? The husband just walked, came out from outside and said, they started blasting the man. The man was like, oh, uh, uh, uh. blasted. Then the man, go, 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 go. Then the man left. The man was going and said, then when the man said, it's there, it's there, it's there, I have it. <laughs> Some of you, that's how you are. You are never agreeable. When somebody, we can't do Bible study with you. We can't do Bible study with you. We can't do Bible study with you. You, you, your revelation in the Bible, Angel Gabriel even doesn't know. We can't talk about relationship matters with you. Male and female relationship. No. You, your, 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 no. You live, your, you live in the realms of You are not agreeable. Number two. Likeable. You are not likeable. You don't like people. No. When you are personable, you are agreeable and you are likeable. You like people. People like you. They may not know you, but eventually she said, You may not have anything to offer. But people want to be in your presence. If you are here, people find it difficult to approach you. Two things. Either you are a demon or you have a demon. I don't know why today Only God, only the devil wants to be feared. Whenever God comes, the first thing God will do, fear not. Don't be afraid. It is I. It is me. Don't be afraid. Be courageous. Have I not commanded you to be courageous? Don't be afraid. Because God's presence itself exudes fear. <laughs> Look at the creatures around him. When you see one, you run. If an angel comes here in their full revelation, this earth will not stand. There will be an earthquake. Every angel who visits the earth scales down. You don't understand what I'm saying there. 
God. God created the entire universe and he has it in his hands. Okay. The angels are not the size of the earth. They are huge. The angel of Zion impact, I have never seen his face before. I've only seen up to here. Any man of God who has come and is describing the angel of the church and tells me I saw his face, I know that's not the angel. You are seeing one of them who serves at the altar. The actual angel of the ministry, one, three people called me and said, I said, angel now, Ojina has no, Ojina went no, Nenaimi, Nupenamihu, Bakusi say, Bakusi say, Nitiwo, Klaus, Nim, Umuno, and then a sword, no, a tip, no, na a bayonet, and an open albu. Now, you've seen him. Every angel that comes to you physically, one man of God met an angel. He was praying in, the, in his backyard by a tree. And then an angel came. He saw, the angel was like a giant, like this. So whilst he was talking to the angel, he noticed that all of a sudden, he and the angel, first he was, well, by the time he was done talking, he noticed that he and the angel, they were like this. Then the angel disappeared, went. Then he came to his senses. Then he noticed that the angel had not become shot. He was suspended physically in the air. Then he said, slowly, slowly, he came to land. His hair was not blonde. He said from that day, his hair color changed and became blonde until he died. He was a young man. Evangelist up the groove. Typing his name into Google. You see, you see his story. One of God's generals, one of the last God's generals that passed up the groove. Every angel that you have, they scale them, they reduce themselves to human size. They even put on human identity. But no angel is the size of the earth. They are bigger than the earth. And yet, when they show up, they say, fear not. You, you want people to afraid, be afraid of you. When you appear, then your wife and your children scatter because terror has come. You just got small manager position. When, when your subordinates say, hey, madam has come, hey, madam has come, hey, boss has come, you are a demon or you have a demon. Be, cast one of it out. Either you cast yourself out or you cast the demon out. Do you hear? Become personable. It's taking my time. You can read the rest for yourself. Become personable. Make sure that make it determine that because of me, nobody will cry. Determine that no, I will not be the reason why anybody will be in pain on earth. Determine that if somebody will cry, for any pain, for any betrayal, for any wicked, not me. Be a broker of love. Be what? Do you know who an insurance broker is? 
You know where a broker is? Write that word down and find out. Now let me preach. It's 11.29. What time are we closing? 11.59. So I have how many minutes? Are you bored? Should we go home? Should we close? That pep talk is enough. Eh? Ruth is not minding me. Ruth wants us to go home. I will just start, I won't finish. Then we'll do part two on Friday. Because next week, Sunday, is another month. Uh, Friday is Father's blessing. Eh? Okay, so Friday we are supposed to have a, a program here. Hopefully, if all things become equal, my Father in the Lord will be around. We'll do it here Friday. The place may be like this now, but we'll bring light. Bring plenty light. So let's get plenty light. Okay. And then when we enter the month of July, right from 1st July, we are doing 12-day fasting. We will be meeting here to pray in the evenings from Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So Mondays and Tuesdays won't come, but Thursday, Fridays. Thursday, uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, we'll be coming to pray. Okay. We want to engage the power of God to implement some few things. Okay. Right. So I'll see you, hopefully Friday. Thursday I hear is my birthday. My mom says, I heard, my mom was telling me that Thursday is my, Friday, my birthday. So we'll see. Um, I wanted to do party for you, but I said that you people should rather do party for me, but I won't come. Because when I come, crown see a white X, X6. Oh, me, my faith has traveled beyond uh, Thursday, and I noticed that most of you, you just want to come and write Apostle Happy Birthday and go away. <laughs> Praise the Lord. It is well with you. Cameraman, favor is raining on you like rain. The theme for the month is what? Open heavens and divine opportunities. We've, uh, we've spoken a lot about open heavens, okay? I want to speak briefly on opportunities. Uh, those of you who are online on Friday, this past Friday, we did some small prayers with opportunities, okay? I want you to, to write these things down. Esan is a because you are a child of God and you carry a divine assignment, God wants you to have the advantage and a required resource to accomplish your destiny. You are not a non-entity. Nobody may, may 
may may identify with you or, or or even be your friend. Do you understand me? But according to God and according to his plan, you are very important. Do you understand me? There are some people that nobody would, would, would mind 10 years ago. Today, they are Ogboros. Because there is a time, a set time and a season for the of, of your relevance as far as your destiny is concerned. So what you say, tomorrow you will be the transport owner. Do you understand me? So don't ever determine your destiny and your value by your present circumstance. You are on a journey. You are under construction. The Bible says, we too, as living stones, are being built together up for a spiritual house. God is a master builder. And God is building you. Do you understand me? When you want to be a farmer, you can decide to grow corn. In which case, you will plow the ground and then in three months, you will harvest your produce. Next year, you will have to plow the ground again and, and, and get three months harvest. The other year, it will be the same. Every time, you would have to plow the ground. But you can also decide to become a... You grow thick, the thick tree or plant cocoa. In which case, you will plow the ground once and plant your tree and wait for five to seven years. And then, after that, you will begin to reap a harvest that will be worth much more than all the corn that was harvested within the five years by the other farmer in one year. And every other year, you won't plow, but you will gain a harvest that makes you richer and richer. The capacity to understand who you are and to endure the times and seasons that is embedded in the, in, the, in the confines of the Father, what the Father has determined for you, will determine your advantage in life. The seasons of life are not equal for everybody. But something is equal to everybody. Something is what equal to everybody. The wise man in Ecclesiastes says, there is nothing new under the sun. Let's go to Ecclesiastes chapter 9 from verse number 1. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 from verse 1. Uh -huh. For I considered all this in my heart, uh -huh. so that I could declare it all, uh -huh. that the righteous and the wise... And the righteous man, the one that is right before God, and the one who follows the ways of God, the wise. Two different people. You can be righteous, but you are not wise. Because righteousness is a gift. It is God putting his approval on you. Say that you are like you. When God says you are in my good books, you are in his good books. He does not consult people who like you or don't like you. 
to find out how do you see Idel? How do you see Adam? Bro, my brother, what's your name? Adam. How do you see Adam? Should I like him or I shouldn't like him? God doesn't care. God doesn't care who likes you. God doesn't care who likes you. If God says you are right, you are right. And that is who you are. God loves you. Say, I am chosen to be loved by God. God loves me. You see, if you don't make this your reality, every day you'll be looking for validation from people. And when people say they don't like you, then you, you are offended. Because your validation. I've been saying something. Me, the praise of man doesn't move me. And so your insult doesn't, it won't move me. People ask me, so how do you do it? This is how I do it. I don't care about your praise. So your insult, I don't care. It was a difficult process to learn. Philippians 5, 7. Philippians 2, sorry, 7. But made himself of no reputation, mm -hmm. taking the form of a bond servant. The day you make yourself of no reputation, no insult will worry you. And no praise will also eat into your, your head. the best pastor, the best apostle I've ever seen. Me no care. I know, sir, right now a certain need you had is met. When you go and you eat some nice food or some watch it, you praise a woman. But another day when you go and that day her ancestors troubled her, so you will insult her. It's like those of you who support Manchester and Arsenal and those things. When the team wins, hey, Arsenal forever! What, what is the uh, uh, Gunners. Um, um, Liverpool. What is Liverpool? Hey, we never work alone. We are the champions. Hey. The day they show them, they, 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 they score them. I don't know why I even support this team. Useless team. They should fire the manager. They, they, they should sell them players. How can you let this person play? I say, last week, yeah, you were praising them that they are their best. This week, they have scored you. Some people, those days, when they score, they win it. They win it. As if the players, they come and give you part of their salary. So, your praises is dependent on performance. It's not permanent. The day you decide that people judge based on performance and not on process and destination. And so I will not allow myself to be worried by the judgment of people who don't know where God is taking me to. So they think that I am useless. Let them judge you. In fact, 
the, the negative appraisal of men is your advantage. Because what men come to know, they destroy. What men don't understand, they call names and insult. Your life is not under any human being's radar. Your destiny is in God's hands and in your heart. Is where? Give no human being that opportunity to be the Lord of your destiny. God didn't determine it so. Men man you because ubuefu say do you hear me? Because in this life, anybody that is on assignment is a strange person. People will not understand you and you are not meant to be understood. Beloved, Behold what manner of, ma- of love the Father has bestowed upon us that we may be called the sons of God. So now are we the sons of God even though it does not yet appear so. Go there. He says something. I'm not quoting it well. 1, Corinthians 3, uh, 1 John 3. We'll come back to Ecclesiastes 9 right now. Behold what manner of love One John. Behold, what manner Three. of love the Father has bestowed on us uh-huh. that we should be called children of God. Uh-huh. Therefore, the world does not Is know that us. What? Therefore, the world does not know us. Did you get the statement? No, you have not seen it. If you see it, you say, hey, sir. Read it again. Therefore, the world does not know us. Why does the world not know us? Because it did not know him. You, you want people to know you and accept you. Finish reading it. Verse 2. Beloved, now we are the children of God, uh-huh. and it has not yet been revealed what we shall be. Uh-huh. But we know that when he is revealed, uh-huh. we shall be like him. Uh-huh. For we shall see him as, as he, he is. is. And everyone who has this hope in him purifies himself. Just purifies as himself. Separates himself. Let me tell you something. He said... Because the Father has bestowed so much love upon us, the world will never know us. And people don't accept what they don't know. Don't let people's rejection make you feel you are strange. The stranger you are, the better for you. Oh dear, but sorry, I so be a person or few. It's not to your disadvantage. They choose people, they don't choose you. Don't worry. <laughs> it means God has chosen you. You don't get it, eh? I'm talking to you about divine opportunity. Righteous, the righteous man has received a gift of righteousness. He has been made good by God. 
Then the wise man, wisdom is the ways of God. Wisdom is not the acquisition of knowledge. Do you understand me? Wisdom is the application, the right application of knowledge. And the application of knowledge, the right application of knowledge is the way of God. And the way of God is Jesus Christ. I am the way. The truth and the life. Nobody comes to the Father. Nobody comes where God is. Nobody comes to the place of success, the place of elevation, except by me. So Christ, according to uh, Paul, is both the power and the wisdom of God. He said that the gospel is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who believe and are saved, Christ and the wisdom of God. So, wisdom is a person. His name is Jesus. Now, when you have Christ, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have achieved it all. There are other things you must identify by that wisdom. He says, by wisdom, a house is built. But when you build a house, there are other things that must take place. That's Proverbs 24. From verse 2 going. By wisdom, a house is built. Then by understanding, that house will be established. So when you have Christ, you must have insight into who he is. And what his agenda is. Then by the knowledge of why he has chosen you, he says the rooms of the house that you are building will be filled with all manner of precious things. Alright? Now, read uh, Ecclesiastes 9 for me again. This is just introduction. Next week or so, when the, the Lord gives permission, we'll go into the subject. That one, when I come, there will be no pep talk. Let's go. For I considered all this in my heart, uh-huh. so that I could declare it all, uh-huh. that the righteous and the wise and their works are in the hand of God. The righteous and the wise man and their works are in God's hands. Say the righteous man. The righteous man. His works are in the hands of God. His works are in the hand of God. The wise man. The wise man. His works are in the hands of God. His works are in the hand of God. You don't God. understand it. You you don't worry. Chew on it. It will be sweet very soon. Let's go. People know neither love nor hatred by anything uh-huh. they see before them. People do what? Know neither love nor hatred. People don't know love. People don't know hatred. People don't know what love is. And people don't know what hatred is. Somebody may be laughing with you, but he hates you and you don't know. And somebody may be hard on you, but loves you so much and you don't know. Let's go. All things come alike to all. All things. Have people see things, the way we see things, we see them in, in similar fashions. Let's go. One event happens to the righteous and the wicked. He said, a certain event happens to you, whether you are righteous, whether God approves of you or God does not hate you. One event happens to everybody. Let's go. To the good, the clean, and the unclean. Whether the person is good, whether the person is clean or unclean. One of the things that happens to everybody is that the sun shines on everybody. Have you seen somebody, because the person is wicked, when the sun is shining, the sun doesn't shine on the person. Have you seen that person? When it is raining, it rains in the farm of the righteous. It doesn't rain in the farm of the... Have you seen that before? Let's go. To him who sacrifices... 
and the one who likes to sacrifice. Who does not sacrifice. I hear when you are in the village and you see somebody has caught a chicken under the armpit, be very afraid. People who like sacrificing because sacrifices gives advantage. Okay? In the kingdom of God or in the spiritual world, sacrifices gives a lot of advantage. But there is something that happens to humanity. Whether you are somebody who likes to sacrifice a lot or not, that thing will still happen to you. What is that? Let's go. As is the good, so is the sinner. Let's go. He who takes an oath, as he who fears an oath. Uh -huh. This is an evil in all that is done under the sun. He said this thing I, when I consider, I think it is not fair. It is evil. Let's go. That one thing happens to all. Mm -hmm. Truly, the hearts of the sons of men are full of evil. Mm -hmm. Madness is in their hearts while they live. Let's and after go. that, they go to the dead. And after that, they go eh? to the dead. To the dead. Death but, happens to everybody. I wish that the righteous will live longer. Mm. I wish that the wise man will live longer so that fools will die early. He said, but one thing happens to them all. When the Turkey building collapsed, righteous and unrighteous people found Is that not so? When water is not flowing in the community, everybody, whether you go to church or not, you won't have water. Is that not so? Your sacrifice is notwithstanding. Your big mansion, you may have tank, but you should never sell a tank name. Is that not so? Let's go. But for him who is joined to all the living, the, to all the living, there is hope. For but a the living, one that is joined to the living, as long as you are alive, as long as you are in this land of the living, you have hope. Write down the word hope. I'm talking to you about divine opportunities. Better still, the one who has received the gift of eternal life has better hope. Because that person's life is a different kind of life. He said, all things are passed away. Certain things that happens and people lose you, that thing happens, you will stand. It will get well very soon. Let me add one of it for you because my time is up. Jesus put it this way. He said, he who hears my words and does them in this land of the living is likened to a man that is building his house on a rock. On a rock. He says, the rains will come. The storms will beat hard on it. He says, but his house will stand. He said, he who hears my words and does not do them. You, you live by your own morality, your own values. When you like, you will serve God. When you like, you will serve God. He said, you are also building your house. But that house you are building is not on a rock. It's in the sand. He says, the same conditions of life will happen. The rains, the storms, the winds will come. Will beat hard on it. Then Jesus assures you, says, your house will fall. Jesus assures you that look, for no other foundation can any man lay. I am the only foundation. No other foundation can any man lay, which is Christ Jesus. 1 Corinthians 3. No other foundation can any man lay. 
There is a Jesus way of building life. There is a Jesus way of thinking. There is a Jesus way of building yourself up. There is a Jesus way of becoming a career person. There is a Jesus way of building a relationship. There is a Jesus way of building a business. There is a Jesus way of doing whatever man has been commissioned to do. If you take, put Jesus aside and you build, Jesus assures you that that building, once it is not upon him, who is a solid rock, the foundation, your building will not stand the test of the rain. He didn't say the rain will come because you are not building on him. Because the one who is building upon him will also face the rain, the storms and the winds. These three things. Everybody faces these things. The rain, the storm, and the wind. One day, Jesus told the disciples, let us cross over to the other side. And the Bible says, when they began to go, the winds, the winds, the winds was contrary to them. Whether you like it or not, once you begin to do something, whether by Christ or without Christ, the wind will be contrary to a destiny that is trying to achieve purpose. But the quest is that, have you equipped yourself with the knowledge of the fact that no other foundation can any man lay? What is the foundation of your health? What is the foundation of your mindset? What is the foundation of your ideas? Why do you do the things you do? Who is the foundation? Who is sponsoring your point of view? Who sponsors your prayer life? Why do you pray? What is the base of your motives and your prayer life? Why do you want friends? Why do you not want friends? What is the basis of your actions and your reactions? For no other foundation can any man lay. Except that which is laid. Then he tells you what is laid. Christ Jesus. Why? Because one thing happened to everybody. Your advantage, number one, in the quest of fulfilling your destiny, your advantage to identifying the right opportunity is having the foundation of Christ. In Christ, you have the sure advantage, the sure opportunity to make your house stand, to make your destiny stand, to make what you are building in life stand in Christ Jesus. You put Jesus away, you are done for. Christ is not just a savior. He is master. He is a master builder. He says, I am building my church. The gates of hell. The gates of hell. The gates of hell. The gates of hell. What is the gate of hell? The gate of hell is the manifestation of all the arsenals of darkness against God's agenda. The gates of hell is the portal that opens doors for demons to to adjudicate on the life of man. The gate of hell is the advantage of Satan in the life or of man or a community. When the gate of hell is prevailing against a family, an individual, 
that individual or family is under perpetual subjugation. There is depression, there is oppression, there is manipulation, there is all manner of evil, but minus you. Jesus said, I am building my church. The word church uh, is translated from the Greek word ecclesia, means the chosen ones, the called out ones. So when God says I'm building his church, he's not talking about this thing that is being built here. He's talking about you. You are the called out one. And he says you, that he is building. The gate of hell will not prevail. He is a wise master. He is building you upon his foundation, upon himself. And he, has, he made the apostles and the prophets the pillars of this building he is doing. Praise the Lord. Say, I will not fall to the gates of hell. Say, I am blessed. Then he says, you will go through the windy seasons. The contrary winds will come. Oh, it will come. The good, the bad. He says, all of them, one thing happens to us all. But what will give you advantage through the seasons is that you have Christ. Man of God, let's go. Read the last one and let's close. Ecclesiastes 9. For the living know that they will die, uh-huh. but the dead know nothing, uh-huh. and they have no more reward, for the memory of them is forgotten. He said the living know they will die, so they are putting things in place. As for the dead, their opportunity of time has ended. When you finish writing the exam, and you remember that, ah, question 1B, the answer was, four, but I wrote six. You cannot go back to the examiner and say, please, let me correct something. I remember the answer. Stop work means stop work. So, you will not get the reward of the correct answer. Your time is up. Time, therefore, is a very important commodity in acquiring opportunity in life for your destiny. Right now, time. What all of us is enjoying here is a thing, is one thing that also happens to everybody. Everybody, good, bad, wicked, righteous, has been given time. Even of the woman, the seductress, in the book of Revelation, Jesus said, I gave her time to repent. Time, 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 time. In hundred years, not a single one of us will be walking on the face of the earth. Even if they give you 500 years, yesterday I was sitting, I was meditating on something, and then a thought occurred to me, and then as if I heard a voice asking me, how long do you want so that I give you to prove this to you? I said 500 years. I was chatting with myself. I was just playing a scenario because I wanted, to, I was telling God to show me something that is going to happen if Christ has not returned in 500 years. And I said, I want to be, to see it on the face of the earth, not from heaven. I want to see physical. I want to when I finished saying it, I was chatting with him and I was, I was laughing. I won't tell you my conversation with the Holy Spirit. Otherwise, you want to have those, those kind of conversations. But you realize that 
two days ago, you were in class one. Two days ago, you were fighting your mother that you don't want this for our day. You want that. You wanted to wear a certain sneaker for our day. Is that not so? One and a half days ago, you were in secondary school and you were a senior. Is that not so? And you didn't have beard. Did you have beard? Most of you ladies say your chest was very flat. Is that not so? And you had what you call a, 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 a not spiritual mother, school mother. Is that not so? Where's your school mother? Then when they ask, what will you do when you grow up? When I grow up, I'll become a doctor. Pilot. But your pilot in a Koya now saying Koya. Are you still on the way of becoming a pilot? Eh? Or you become a pilot through your, your child? <laughs> Praise the Lord. Then one day ago, you were in the university. And then you began to set plans for yourself, plans of good and not of evil. To bring yourself to your expected end. And then by the time you see, you, know, you saw, you know, in two hours, four years was over. When they asked you, those days, when you were 12, how old are you? You say, I'm 25. When you were 19, when they asked you, how old are you? I'm 25. Now you are 30. When they ask you, how old are you? You say, I'm 16. Two days ago, you were 25. Now, oh, Ben Grave, no. Hey! Father, I am 40 years. And I don't have 40 houses. That is what the plan you had when you were 20. By age 40, I will retire. I will have a beach house. You think your forefathers, <laughs> they didn't have time, they didn't have this opportunity. Now you are YouTubers and TikTokers. Oh, who cares about a pilot? <laughs> have you realized that two days ago you were asking your father, Daddy, what did you buy for me for Christmas? Now the people are asking, what did you give me for Christmas? Auntie Crispina, were you not worrying your father for Christmas now? They worry you for Christmas. And even now, very soon, you become a grandmama. Then they'll be telling you. Mommy, take care of them for me. I'm going to work. Why are you worrying Amanda? I've not mentioned Amanda's name. Maybe it's Hector Randa. Praise the Lord. So you will notice something. That time flies fast. 
maybe right now you, some of you have not, it has not dawned on you. I don't believe that I'm above 40. I don't feel. A certain man called Man of God come, he was talking to me. And to, to him, maybe I'm 32, 33 into my 35. It's to my advantage. Many men of God, when they see me, they think I am some small boy who is now coming up. I'm a young man now coming in ministry. That's how they see me. Don't worry. It's to my advantage. That's why I tell Sammy, okay, I'll allow this one to be coming. When I go and bath, I'll be blocking the ones here. Every time you'll be blocking them. You your own, it is lack of uh, nutrition. Okay. You lack <laughs> vitamin N. You like you like vitamin Q. Oh, Reverend Ella, it's not just lack of vitamins, so. He just needs to marry. When he marries, all the nutrients will start showing up in his. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Are you here? God has given you time. Say, I have time. But one thing you need in time is good health. He says, I wish above all things that you will prosper and be in good health. Why? If you have time and you don't have health to do the things you must do in, the, in time, your destiny is being locked away. Have you realized why they catch criminals and they lock them in prison? Do you know what prison does to people? In the words, they say, I, you are doing time. In other words, you are wasting time. They, they, they take one great opportunity from you. When they put you in life imprisonment, they are saying that your destiny has been truncated. You will not have the opportunity to do and fulfill anything substantial in life anymore. And so one of the most dangerous weapons, and we'll close on this, weapons of the devil to stop Christians from engaging in advantageous opportunities is to waste your time. He said that living knows that will die. So the psalmist prays, teach me to number, to time, to measure. Because in management theory, they will tell you that whatever cannot be measured, whatever cannot be measured, what? Who knows the remaining sentence? Whatever cannot be measured, okay? Whatever cannot be measured can never be achieved. So when they are a certain target, they will tell you that make sure that it is measurable measurable. If you cannot quantify, you cannot number your days. I've done this to you before, but let's do it for the last time, then we'll, we'll pray and close. Go to, take your phone, go to Google right now, everybody. 
No, you will do it. The pastors don't want to do it because the first time I made them do it, it scared them. I want you to see the reality of the prayer that the psalmist prayed. The wisdom in it. Take Google. Type into Google. Why do people say Google? It is Google. Google is a certain gangui. Google, not Google. Google, Google, Google. Google is a type of spectacles. Safety wear. Type into Google, age calculator. Boss, do it right now. The first one you see. Click on it. Everybody. Mpachoyo. Age calculator. You say what? You don't have internet. You will do it. <laughs> hey, are you doing it? Go and take your phone and do it. It's dead. I see you. You didn't number the days of your phone. Have you found it? Has it come? Has it? Type in your date of birth. Put your date of birth in the in, in those boxes. Everybody, hurry up. We want to close. I want to close. I want to let you pray one prayer throughout this week. Okay? That's how I want to close with you. I've given you some pep talk and then I'm giving you Next week, Sunday, I'll go into the full details of advantage. Okay. <laughs> Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. I'm just showing you realities. When the psalmist says, teach me to... He didn't have Google. If he had Google, he would have... But you see, what the psalmist was praying is even beyond this fiscal knowing. He was asking the Lord, I don't know who you have made me. Maybe you have made me a king. Okay? Teach me to know the seasons of my kingship so that I will apply my heart to wisdom. So that I will know that in this season I must do this. When you know the seasons of life, you will know the milestones that God expects you to achieve. So that, Bible says that of the sons of Issachar, who knew had insight and understanding into the times and into the seasons and knew what Israel ought to do. And because of that, their brethren were subject to them. Everybody seated here, pay attention. Everybody seated here is looking for power. Do you know the kind of power you're looking for? No, you are not looking for money. You are looking for power. You are not looking for husband, a wife. You are looking for power. Your greatest desire in life is not a job. It's power. Everything that you are looking for is power. The ability to determine the outcome of your life. So when you are looking for a wife, you are looking for power. You are looking for that woman that will help you to determine a favorable outcome of your life. Power. The school you want to go to, the, the contract you are looking for, you are looking for power to determine a favorable outcome of tomorrow. That is why you look for, for, for prophets. That is why you go to astrologers. That is why you want to hear things. You are looking for power. The one who puts that desire there is God. Because he created you to wield power. Let us make money in our image and in our likeness that they may have power, dominion. 
God put it there. The ability. Jesus said, tarry in Jerusalem until you have been clothed upon and dealt with power from on high. I know that's what one man is looking for. I'm giving you power. The ability to make changes and to, to, de to determine the outcome. God in Christ, that power is restored. But because of what happened in Eden, the second Adam is not just giving us power on silver platter. He needs your heart to be covenanted with his before the fullness of power is released. Because affliction will not arise a second time. Have you typed into it? What are you seeing? How old are you? know how old you are in years already. That's not my problem. How old are you in months? Three hundred and seven months. How old are you in days? <laughs> One day, I'll uh, let Re uh, Reverend Barrow worry you. One day. <laughs> How old are you in days? Rutai, where's your old? You can't look at it. Why can't you look at it? Let's go there. You want to... You, you want to remain a baby girl. You see, the thing... <laughs> and her theory... Is a theory of most of you seated here. You may be laughing at her. In your mind, like, I don't feel. Some people in the U.S. have even want to, want to put this into legislature that I want to identify as a toddler. A 70-year-old man is going to court. He says he identifies as a toddler. So I bought, I bought diapers. It's there. Because he can't believe that right now that he was chasing his father for toys, now he has to buy toys for his children. I want to say this to you. The reason why I want you to pay attention to this, okay? Because you have time, God has also decided to trap the opportunities of life within time for you. Have you heard this statement before? Opportunity once lost cannot be gotten back. Do you know why? Because the wheels of time have different opportunities within it. There are some opportunities that is once in a lifetime. There are some opportunities that are cyclical. Do you understand me? To what is today's date? 25th June 2023. 25th June 2003 will never repeat itself in history. The next time you will see 25th June will be 2024. Do you hear me? Your skin cells that you are seeing today on 25th June will not be the same skin cells you will see 
on 25th June 2024. In the next five years, many people who are not married will be holding babies, like Esther is holding baby. Five years ago, she was not holding baby. Ten years ago, where is the dinner She was sitting here. She didn't know who she would marry. Praise the Lord. This one on another side. That's why when I go to those days I used to go for interview, they ask me what plans you have for the next five years. I want to insult the interviewer. <laughs> Master, don't ask, ask practical questions. You five years ago, did you see yourself interviewing me? Those of you in HR here, Master, st- stop, the, stop the nonsense. African mechanism does not work like uh, w- what is your five-year goal? You, uh, what is your one-month goal? Between today and... Do, do you know that in one month your boyfriend will, 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 will leave you? You have broken heart. Is it your goal? Do you know that in one month you are going to leave your boyfriend and go for somebody else? Who will break your mind, your, your heart after three days? <laughs> See, let's be practical. Let's stop importing foolish questions. Interviewers like to ask foolish questions. Foolish questions. Things that have, has no relevance to the person's ability to perform the, the job. Somebody just finished school. We'll see, you have to have five years experience to come and work. What, 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 entry level, five years experience. Okonya or Hifa. I don't know where it comes from. Who should train somebody for five years for you to come and take for entry level? Does it make sense? Okay, let's close our service. What was I talking about? Time. I want you to know this. One of the biggest advantages God has given to you is time. The next biggest advantage he has given to you is good health. Cherish these two things. Cherish these two things. If you don't understand time from today, when we close from this service, go and research about what time is as far as your life is concerned. Do you understand me? And stop wasting time. You mismanage time, you mismanage your destiny. Because within time is embedded opportunities. You waste opportunity, you waste your destiny. Opportunities, therefore, are the blocks with which destinies are built. Write it down. Opportunities are the blocks with which which destinies are built. And I'm saying that time is the hand that is holding all these things. Time is the realm within which opportunities exist. You waste time, you waste opportunities. Have you heard business people say time is money? Because the more time you have, the more advantage you have to correct your mistakes. The less time you have, I was there. Sorry that I like to use my father as an example most of the time when I'm preaching, okay? 
I was there yesterday. I saw a text message from him. He said, Willie, Aja Paul says he wants to go and learn how to do snail farming. <laughs> I said, at this age, it's now that you, are, you want to be a snail farmer, an entrepreneur. Well, I am the one who has been saying that if you are not 80, you are too young. So that's fine. The anointing is working. But you see, let me tell you something. There, are certain, there is a preparation period for destiny manifestation in time. That period of preparation for you to become what you must be is an opportunity. I wish somebody heard me. I may not be using certain words of the modern apostles, so you are not shouting. But I'm telling you that within time is opportunities. The first opportunity that most people have is not the opportunity of breakthrough. It is the opportunity of preparation. When you miss that season of preparation, it becomes difficult. Even if there is a prophetic oil on you, it becomes very difficult. Sarah gave birth, but Sarah didn't see Isaac marry. Sarah never got the opportunity to hold her grandbaby, two twins, because she was already 90 when she gave birth. There are certain times of life. I'm saying that if you don't take advantage of it, even though God will show you mercy and redeem time, because of the lack of processing, and next week I'll talk a bit about processing in acquiring opportunity for you to understand that young people, young people, those of you who are not married, you are single, go through the process. Now, when I talk about your character, it's not because I hate you. Some of you, your character is deadly to your destiny. You don't know it now. The way you are unruly. The way you are unruly. The way you like to your some things done. The way your husband no, you need clay that was made in Eastern Eden. When he is talking, he must open his mouth as an angle and pronounce his words like he was born in the palace of the queen. And how he must sugar himself when he is walking. Master, go and get your own clay. How, young man, you want her buttocks to be a certain way? Her stomach should be flat like my own? All of a sudden, you are looking at my stomach. Massa, you are wasting time. 
There is no perfect woman anywhere. There is no perfect man anywhere. Do you hear me? Some of you started when God started using you from secondary school. I'll be greater than Pastor Chris. How is it going? I'm not talking about this, Pastor Chris. <laughs> I'll be greater than Bill Gates. How is it going? My marriage will be sweet and glorious. How is it going? How is the relationship going? Well, she and yet enter marriage you. It's in courtship. How is it going? Those of you who got married a year, two, three ago, five years ago, the people who came to your wedding ceremony and came to eat your food for free, did they contribute to the state of your marriage right now? The Shepepe wedding ceremony, has it contributed to the state of the marriage right now? Talk to me. Talk to me. Where are the married people? Mr. Tibo. Hey, Mrs. Kui, do you know how? Where you went to do your reception, I was there. How you were giving wedding planners pressure. Do it this way, do it this way. Why didn't you say this? Has it contributed in any way? If you had the opportunity to go back into time with this knowledge, would you waste money and resources doing what you did? Would you? Why not? If it is not this color, we are not doing. If it is not cockroach brown. You need a cold school and a chair red, gold, green. Who can who cockroach brown? Madam. The point I want to make so that we, we close is this. There is a preparation period in acquiring opportunity in time. Please, 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 I beg you in the name of he who created times and seasons, don't waste your opportunities to build capacity. Do not waste your opportunity to build capacity. Let me tell you, when you, when you study church growth, you have between 6 to 10 years to build internal structures. Don't be visible. Don't, be, don't seek to be visible. Don't be, seek to be known online. This. Don't seek to build a, a, a brand, outward brand identity. Build internal brand identity. That's what I've been trying to do with you people for all these years. For you to understand the culture. I don't care what somebody is saying about me that they do. I'm not out there. I don't care about what is out. I care about what is in here. I care about you building character. I care about you understanding the vision. I care about you understanding the kind of structures we can build on the vision. Not like everybody else's structures. We are building a kingdom family. Some people are just building uh, business-like institutions. 
Do you understand me? We are building a kingdom culture of love. We are not building a court where you are the superpowers, the church members are clients. When they come, they must go to and bow. No. As Jesus was, and he had to be betrayed by a kiss, you must smell of your sheep. And there is a preparatory period. Sometimes, certain occurrences can extend unduly the preparation period. We will deal with that one. But don't say that you are wasting time when you are preparing. One day, I've shared this story before, many years ago, the church I used to be in, there was a lady that was in her 40s. She was looking for my uh, husband. Every time she comes to church, that was the number one prayer topic. Looking for husband. 40 years. When we are doing fasting, she closes her fasting at 9 a.m. When we are praying, her pr- she will never pray oja oja prayers like we are praying. Every day she will show me, show me, show me, show me. Every prophetic program, she she she's not she wants to say, she wants prophecy more than anybody. She won't pray, she won't fast. She used to use a God term. I've forgotten how to say it. I've forgotten the full phrase. Uh, something like that. I nearly mentioned her name. Maybe she'll be watching me, so I won't mention her name. Why won't you? One day, I was fine. She came to me. Oh, uh, help me. Uh, nobody man is coming. Uh, I didn't say anything. I went in the night. I said, Father, I started mentioning her. I said, Don't pray. God says, Don't pray. He said, If it will take me another 40 years when she's 80 for me to prepare her, for her to learn. To be a wife, I'm willing to wait for another 40 years because right now she is not a suitable helper. Let me tell you something God does not hand destiny to novices, you must be prepared. And God is a wise master builder, He will build you. So he says to us in Galatians chapter 4, the hair, as long as he is a child, he is not different from a slave. Even though he is master of all, as long as means that the period of slavery and preparation is dependent on you. And the fullness of time is dependent on the master. In other words, it is the master that is going to determine you have matured but you are going to determine how long it takes you to mature. As long as he is a slave. Galatians 4 is in your Bible. Read it. As long as he is a child, he is not different from a slave. So, child mindset equals to slavery. Write it down. Childish mindset in the quest of destiny is equal to slavery mentality and slavery experience. Paul put it this way. When I was a child, I thought like a child. I behaved like a child. But he said, when I am grown, I put away childish things. 
So until the times, he said, but he is placed under guardians. So as long as you remain a child, you'll be put under a place where you'll be trained to put away childish things and grow, mature. Because one of the scriptures in Ecclesiastes, he said, woe unto you, O nation, when your king is a child and eats in the morning, my God. When your princes eat in the morning for sport and not for strength. The one that is trying to achieve destiny does not waste time on social media. Three hours, four hours. Useless. When you can use that time to read book and better yourself or go to the same social media and learn skill. Psalm 78 verse 72. And David led them with the integrity of his heart and the skillfulness of his hands. Integrity did not come one day to David. He honed it over the period when he was a shepherd, when he served as a captain, when he served in the palace, when his boss wanted to kill him. He did not rebel. He learned integrity. Then he learned skill in the, as a shepherd and as a, a soldier. He was prepared. God took his time to prepare David before he put him on the, on, the, on the throne. Contrast that with Saul who was not prepared. He was pushed into it by occasion. And next week I'll talk to you about how opportunities come. Sometimes by occasion. Occasion. Occasion can put you there. No preparation. And he messed up at all. May you never mess up. I pray for you that as you are going home this week, may God give two things to you. Two things I pray for you. The advantage of time and the wisdom to go through the processing for your destiny. I pray for you that the angels of God will give you any stolen time may it be restored to you. Any time that sickness is stole, any time that any demonic power stole from you, may it be restored to you. And in the restoration of time, may God give you wisdom, the grace to go through the needed processing. So that what you are building and God is building with you will last. May your marriages not fail. May God prepare you, oh, single person or courting person. May any character or attitude or perspective that has the potential to derail you or has the potential to give an advantage to your ancestors to worry you with a household pattern, may that thing be broken away. You will not go into marriage and suffer. Hey, may God disconnect you from fake people who come as if they are destiny helpers but they are destiny distractors. Their friends, what was the name of that foolish boy? The son of Solomon. What's his name? Uh, Rehoboam. When the counselors of his father gave him counsel, he decided to listen to his peers. Foolish people who were fed with a silver spoon. 
and gold spoons. So go and tell the elders of Israel that my, my little finger will be bigger than my father's waist. Now, so because he lacked training and he lacked the wisdom. See how David sat down and spoke to Solomon. Solo, let me tell you something. God is an awesome God. Know him and fear him and serve him with integrity. And he will cause your kingdom to last. Solomon called his son. You will see it in Proverbs. He said, I was my father's son. And he taught me, I am teaching you. Don't give your strength to that waste. Obey my instructions. Rehoboam didn't listen. And because of Rehoboam, the kingdom was divided. May you not lose what God gives to you. As you are about to go home this week, I pray that destiny will respond to you. That times and seasons will respond to you. That you will have the advantage to achieve what heaven has ordained to you. I don't care about your age. I care that heaven will advantage you. That says the Lord, my dear. I blow the contrary winds away. And I do a new thing. I fulfill my promise. I will hold you in my right hand. And I will fight for you. I have told you I will beautify myself in your life. Why do you fret? Why do you worry? And ask yourself, shall these things be? Shall these things be? I am not a man that I will lie. I have covenanted to make you great from before you were born. And I shall fulfill it. Stop crying. Stop looking at yourself. Look at me. I do a new thing in your life. Thus says the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. The tears that I see her crying. But she has never come to speak to me before too. for you in the name of Jesus. That the glory of God will rest upon you. That every time that God allotted you from before the foundations of the world, may that time release every milestone of advantage. May you excel in the season of your processing. And may you excel in the season of appraisal. And may in the, in the gamut of time and opportunities, Jesus says something to us. He who is faithful in little is faithful in much. Number one, he who is faithful in another man's business will receive his own riches. Then number three, he who is faithful in unrighteous mammon will have true riches. I pray for you in the name of Jesus that in the preparation process for your destiny may the opportunity to be faithful in little not see you fail. Oh, you didn't get my prayer topic. When God tests you with little, may you be found faithful. 
when the watchers of life, when the angels of God, when the court of heaven tests you with little, may you be found faithful. When God tests you with one soul, may you be found faithful. When God tests you with that girl, may you be found faithful. When God tests you with that faithful gentleman, may you be found faithful. When God tests you with that small school, may you be faithful. When God tests you with 100 cities, may you be faithful. When God tests you with your first job, may you be faithful. Then he said, if you are faithful in another man's business, I pray that in the processing where you are put under guidance, it may be a boss, it may be wherever you are working, it may be where you are serving. It may be under your father. It may be under your mother. It may be under your boyfriend. It may be under your girlfriend. It may, I don't care. God has a way of training everybody. Joseph was faithful in Potiphar's house. He was faithful in prison. He was faithful with his gifts. And then room was made for him until his time came. I pray that when God tests you with another man's business, you'll be faithful. People that heaven has ordained that you'll be great, I am prophesying over you, that when heaven puts you under, in charge of another man's business, may you be found faithful. May you not be disqualified by unfaithfulness. May you be faithful. May you be faithful. Receive the grace of faithfulness. Receive the grace to be faithful. That you will accomplish that season faithfully and receive your own anointing. You will receive the true riches. The true advantage. Thirdly, I pray that when God tests you with unrighteous mammon, that is money, may you be found faithful. May small money not make you feel you have arrived. Oh, Jesus. I pray. May God not lose you because of small hundred thousand dollars. Man of God, I have seen over the years, over the past 20 years, God tell me, this one, I want to make a millionaire. And they buy Corolla and they don't come to church again. Why? Why? They buy Benz and they think they have arrived. They set up two by four company and they start getting some two by four contracts. They don't respect the game. Now, they don't even call they, Kingsley, that Kingsley boy. Somebody was listening to a sermon, one of our sermons, okay, I was preaching. And then somebody that I know, I don't know from anywhere said, oh, this guy, I know him. He's not spirit. His church is at spring test there about. He doesn't have any good name in Ashesi. He's a bad guy. He was a bad boy in Ashesi. He has been manipulating people in Ashesi. So he doesn't, Ashesi for mm, penance and cry. And then the person who was watching said, do you know him specifically? Then he called somebody who was executive in KCM. And then the person said, oh, me, I won't say anything, but just be careful about him. I'll mention his name to you.
Then, when the person told me, I went on to Lenny's page. Let me say it. Lenny's page. You, you can tell somebody to be careful about me. Go to your page and go and delete that thing. One of my birthdays, he wrote, put my picture there. If there is any man of God, true man of God I've ever met. Because somebody lied about me to you and you got offended and you cut yourself off. Somebody should be careful. May you not fail in the processing of your uplift. Small boy, he doesn't know me from anywhere. The guy who was talking about me, he saw me. On, on share me what that. Have I manipulated you before? Michi Munsada. No, say it. Say it. Hearsay. Hearsay will make you talk against your destiny by speaking against a man of God. May you be faithful. May you be faithful. May you be what? May you be faithful. Next week, I'll teach you plenty of things. How people miss opportunity by speaking rashly. I pray for you that when God gives you money, small money, let me tell you, 100,000 dollars is small money. It's small money. It's small money. I was telling somebody, I, somebody, a man of God came. We, he, I, we sowed a seed into the life of the man of God. And the man of God said, hey, why are you giving me this money? You can be gathering, I said, a land at Spinkters. One plot of land is how much? Oh. East Airport, where we were, one plot of land is how much? Close to one million. $500,000 going. That was back then. I'm so using back then. Oh, damn, I'm using back then. So, if you come and dash me $10,000, watch a miska. But what can I do against a plot of land that costs $500,000? So, your $10,000 is money, but it's no money. If I want to save $10,000, $10,000 for $500,000, how many years will it take me? So, what is the best way to do? Sow the seed. We don't eat seed. A grain of wheat abides alone. $10,000 abides alone unless it falls to the ground and dies. And then it will grow and bear fruit. We don't eat seed. When God gives you seed, may you be found faithful. When you see me give, my pastors, when you see me give, don't insult me. It's not because me, Jimmy. What God says we should build. All of you, your year, annual, yearly, it can build it. Next week, I'll tell you that in working uh, taking advantage of opportunities, God doesn't look at your budget. He looks at his budget. God's project cannot be sponsored by your budget. Your bank account is too small. When God gives you seed, so it. If you are a lady here, you will marry men. God will give them money. When you see that they have taken $100,000 to the altar, don't fight him. 
I'm talking to all of you. It's a warning. This house, God has said through my mouth, through the mouth of many men of God, that He wants to raise billionaires. Billionaire. Nobody becomes rich by working for somebody. You will never become rich by working for somebody. So when God says He will make you a billionaire or your husband a billionaire, it has nothing to do with what you are doing. I'll talk to you about time and chance next week. Time and chance. Opportunity, chance. But may you be found faithful. When God is looking for people to give them the next amount of money, the next one million dollars, may God find you faithful. May God come to you. When God says, I'm looking for 10 people to extend their life with 15 more years because I want faithful people who will be faithful relayers, brokers of the next generation's destiny. May God find you faithful to give you that anointing, to give you that longevity, to give you that advantage, to give you that joy, that peace. You don't know the weight of the prayers I'm praying for you. You have no idea. You have no idea. Go and excel. I dispatch you from this service this afternoon for excellence, for peace, for joy. May safety rest upon you. May safety rest upon you. May you be safe. May you be strong. May you discover your destiny. May God sponsor every step of your destiny. May you become all that heaven has ordained you to be. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Before we go, before, before I hand over the mic, like I said, I know that birthdays, people send messages. Please, not on my WhatsApp. I beg you. Go to Facebook. I have, what's my Facebook? Brack, we see. Brack, we You can write all your messages there. If you write, send me messages. Okay, what you do is that you will block people who have sent me prayer topics and I'm supposed to answer. Somebody has sent, some people have sent me messages maybe a week ago. I've not read because I am now on number one or number two. I'm praying for somebody's own. Do you understand me? So when their birthday, it will come and mix up. Sometimes I open my WhatsApp eh, and I see that I have 43 messages unread. But when I open it, the first maybe 20, uh, this I'm scrolling, I'm not seeing any messages. Eh? I'll stop. But sometimes it is because somebody has said happy Father's Day with no money. And, and yet be under the somebody has sent me a very important request that needs an answer. That if your message did not come and worry, I would have seen and, and, and read and prayed for the person. So it's not that I don't like messages. Okay. I am not like you. You see. Oh, I just opened it, so it's gone. Oh, sorry. So you see plenty, plenty messages. Okay, you see someone. So as I go down, you see that you see someone's. Uh -huh, have you seen? You see, some are down crowd. Yes, because I'm down in the night, I go through and I pray. Okay. I think I've exhausted those which are down. But I know there are some two be down that, that I've not read. And that one is in 2021. 
it will be answered. Wait for it. Sure, though it tarries. It shall surely be answered. Imitate those who through faith and patience inherit the answer. Hallelujah. So, um, Bishop Oche will give you announcement regarding what will be done for the birthday. Whether we'll do a party or a get-together or a scattering away. Or... Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Number two, I beg you, I beg you, please evangelize. Invite people. Invite people, evangelize. Hallelujah. Be about God's business. If today is the first time you're worshiping with us, can you wave your hands? God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Oh, welcome him. Welcome him. Those of you near him, Chiano. How are you? Is this the first time? Oh, you've come before. Uh, well, I shall see graduate there. You've come before. I shall be Why is that Adam, Adam, Adam? Wait, Adam, Adam, Adam. Your cousin. Why, your family, you like the Adam name? Uh, it's good. God must Adam all of you. <laughs> it's a very prophetic name. God must Adam all of you. Mm. It's a very important uh, name. Father, I lift up your son before you. Let your grace abound to him. Visit him. Manifest your grace upon his life. Shine upon his path. Let him escape every demonic handwriting. And let his destiny be sweet, beautiful. Reveal yourself to him. And Lord shepherd him in Jesus' name. Amen. If you have never made a decision for Jesus, you just follow him from afar like Nicodemus. But you have not made a decision for him. Put your right hand on your heart and say, Lord Jesus. All of you, close your eyes. Say, Lord Jesus, today I accept you. As Lord and Savior, I believe that God sent you to die for my sins and he raised you for my justification. I receive your forgiveness and I receive your justification. I believe in you, O oh Lord, and I believe in God the Father. In the name of Jesus, by this belief, I receive eternal life. I receive eternal life. Make me your friend. Make me your own. And Lord, glorify yourself in my life. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. God richly bless you. My name is Brakwesi and this is Zion Impact Ministries. Have fun. Stay funky. Thank you for listening. If you were blessed by this message, share it with someone so they can be blessed too. We look forward to fellowshipping with you next time at Zion Impact Ministries.